Hoffcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoffcast. We've got a brand new setup here in uh, the Hoffcast studios, if that's what we're going to call it. Uh, I've got this new boom for my microphone. It's something that holds it. So I'm hands-free, people. <laughs> if you're listening, you can't see this. Uh, I am recording it on video, and uh, we'll post that somewhere. Maybe not in its entirety, but maybe uh, just give you a little of the highlights. And I find myself fondling this uh, <laughs> this little mic holder because uh, I can't figure out how much <laughs> like a penis the microphone looks in the uh, video. And it's weird. I'm trying to find the right uh, distance from me, but we'll move on. I'm not used to not holding the microphone. Every other time that you've heard me on this podcast, the glorious Hoffcast, the Doom Doom Bipcast, everything you know and love, has always been done from a handheld mic, but now I've got an arm, so I'm hands-free. I could, I could Google something if, if the mood strikes. Uh, we'll see if that happens. Um, but I've got a lot to talk about, so I want to get right into it. Um, and we'll get into uh, road dates later, but right now I just want to talk about um, I took on Sunday, which was two days ago now. Um, I took the kids to I took the boys to the the Los Angeles Rams game at SoFi Stadium, and uh, I took them there to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which, by the way, Tampa Bay is the name of the team is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's not the Tampa Buccaneers, but if you go to Tampa and you call it Tampa Bay, people from there will correct you. They'll be like, it's Tampa. It's not Tampa Bay. The Bay is a thing that is in Tampa. But then their teams are the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So shut up. If this is what you're calling your team, then I'm allowed to call your town that. I, I don't like the Tampa sticklers that are getting into it. Um, but I took them to the stadium. We didn't take – Sarah didn't come, and she stayed home with the little girl. They went out to lunch or something, had a girl's day. Uh, we just figured she, you were going to have to buy her a ticket, and she's not going to enjoy it. She's just going to want to run around, you know, lick doorknobs, whatever the hell. So we are like, you know what, let's just take the boys. That's enough of a wild card. Uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen with them. Let's take them. And they're the ones that like football and, and might be into it. Um, and the reason we went was because, um, the Buccaneers were playing and, uh, you know, we, we like the Rams. My wife's a bears fan, but that's just tragic. Um, wait, Nick, aren't you a Husker fan? Isn't that tragic? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Thanks voice in my head for bringing that up. Um, you know, but out of the L.A. teams, I suppose I like the Rams. You know, they've been here the longest. Um, Chargers just got here uh, not very long ago, and they still feel like San Diego's team. Uh, but the Rams, you know, they're they're L.A. and they got this brand new stadium where they, they both play there. It was a cool stadium, by the way. They had this, um, you know, they have most stadiums have like a jumbotron, a giant TV screen. This one was a circle that went around the whole inside of the place. And video played on all sides, even the insides. So it's like this, um, it's like, uh, picture a giant O, and then on the inside of the O was also TV. So when you sat down below, you could look up and see TV. No matter where you sat, you could see TV. So that was kind of cool. Um, so you could see replays, things like that, or if they were showing the fan cam or whatever. Um, it, was, it was pretty sweet. Also... 
I hadn't been to a professional football game since uh, since the 90s when I went to the, see the Kansas City Chiefs play uh, the Buffalo Bills back like Thurman Thomas, Christian Okoye, Andre Reed, all those guys. The Bills were great. Um, and I, and I remember that as a little kid thinking that was cool. Um, and just, you know, looking through my dad's binoculars at the field, you could see the players real clear, but they, that was early nineties. They didn't really have jumbotrons like they do now. Stadium was super cool. And, uh, you know, they put the fans up there that are dancing during the songs. And that's kind of fun. I never get on there. I never get on, you know, and people always react when they get put on there. There's always like a one second delay. You know, they don't notice they're on. And then somebody taps them from the sides like, hey, man, check out the Jumbotron. You're up there. And then here's the thing that people do, though, when they're sitting down and they're kind of shaking in their seat and then they get put on the Jumbotron. Their instinct is to celebrate and stand up. But but they stand out of camera. Then they, they, they like remove their face from camera. And so you're just like, oh, you you were there. And then so they cut away because they don't want to see your belly. They don't want to see your junk. So they cut away from you. And now you've lost your, you know, your 15 seconds of fame. Um, by the way, I want to point out I'm wearing my Doom Doom Bip shirt. Um, working on some new designs for the Hoffcast. But th- this is the classic, the original, the Hoffcast hand-drawn Doom Doom Bip shirt. Uh, the bomb on an umbrella. If you don't have one of those, check it out on Public. You can get yours. They have sales sales every every month. I think they have two sales every month. So you can pick up a t-shirt, you know, for under twenty bucks. And if you like the logo, you like the design, want to support the Hoffcast, then pick yourself up one of those. Also, if you want to support the Hoffcast, you can find me on Venmo at comedy. Can't believe I got that one. So just type in at comedy and send me a few shekels. Um, if you send me, if you send me a certain amount, I don't know what amount it would be. Uh, if you send me, let, let's for this one, let's put it over ten dollars. If you send me ten dollars or more, and you send me a little script, I will read it on the next podcast. So a little incentive for you guys. If you, you want to send me ten dollars on Venmo, you can buy your own little bit of ad time. That'll be fun. See what you see what you have to say. Uh oh, I'm getting a call. Anyway, back to the Rams game. Uh, so, you know, they got the fan cams or whatever and they, you know, Los Angeles, you got celebrities at the game and, uh, <laughs> it's fun to see them, even though you're nowhere near these people, even though you're the nosebleeds, you know, and, uh, and they've got box suites It's still, you feel a part of it. Oh, look, they're just like us. They're at the game with us. And, um, so the people that were there was, uh, you had, and, oh, and I love this cause they had Dr. Dre and first they started playing, um, Friday, which is a faint, uh, no heads ringing. That's the Dr. Dre song from the movie Friday. And, uh, they start playing that and, uh, you know, you're at a football game, so they got to bleep out all the curse words. So it's like listening to one of those songs on the radio from back in the day. And uh, so they start playing it, and you're like, oh, this is a fun song, and you get your head nodding, and all of a sudden, boom, up on the fan cam, there he is, Dr. Dre in his suite, and, you know, he's pretty cool about it. He's, he's got his head beaten, too, so he's enjoying the fact that he's they're playing his song, and they're showing him on the fan cam. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, and people are cheering, people are loving it. So you gotta, you gotta love that. They did the same thing with the guy from, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the lead singer. I forget what his name is. 
Also, I'm not 100% sure that that was him, but they kept showing him every time they played that. Uh, they kept showing him during that. So I assume it's him. It looked like him, but I don't know if they just found like some dude that, hey, you kind of look like the Red Hot Chili Peppers guy. We're going to put you on the fan cam. And Anyway, uh, they showed him. They showed LeBron, who, in my opinion, was a little bit of a, like, I, I, just because you're on the Jumbotron doesn't mean you have to put on a show, but at least look happy. Like, he just kind of, like, waved his hand and kept his serious face like he was too tough. For whatever, it's like, hey, shut up. This is this is your town. You're, you're, the Rams are winning right now. And I don't know, maybe he's too close friends with Tom Brady. Maybe he thinks he's, uh, you know, got to support Tom Brady even though he didn't play for L.A. I don't know, but he just didn't seem to be enjoying himself. And he didn't, like, he didn't give the fans that were cheering him on their due, you know? Like, you feel like he should have smiled. Smile! How hard is it to smile, LeBron? You're in a very nice seat. You got your feet up. You got you, nobody around you, you know, coughing on your neck. So, you know, give give the fans a, a smile and a head head nod, whatever. Uh, they also showed Mike Tyson, who was cool and smiling. They had Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, which he, you know, he hammed it up. That was pretty cool. Um, and then I thought it was hilarious because they, uh, they showed one of the box suites and they, you know, sometimes they put the name of the celebrity there and they showed Cedric the Entertainer and they put his name up and people cheered. And it was funny because sitting right next to him was Anthony Anderson, who's also a very funny, you know, comedic actor. And they didn't like, they didn't like put his name there. So people were cheering on Cedric and then said Cedric the Entertainer. But right next to him is also a decent, you know, size celebrity, you know. And you just go, okay. And and he looked at it, and he didn't look like he was upset or anything. But, yeah, I saw a twinge in his eye. I was like, hey, I'm here, too. Like, what the hell? Oh, no, one of my cameras is is uh, kind of zonking out. So maybe maybe this isn't going to work with the front camera. I'll, I'll do that, and I'll save it again. You're going to hear uh, you're gonna hear this. It's going to start again. <laughs> Three, two, one, beep. So we'll see if that... Uh, if that worked, I, I don't know. Maybe this, maybe this uh, computer isn't made for videotaping, so I have to figure out a way around that. I also have my phone going, so I got the camera over here, and I got the camera here. But we'll see if if it's going to work out or not. Anyway, I thought that was funny that uh, they didn't label Anthony Anderson. And he kind of sat there, and you could tell there was a little bit like, "Well, I'm here too." Like, yeah, this is Cedric, and that's cool, but I'm also also here. Uh, but we had a blast at the game. You know, it was cool. You get a better view of it, by the way, watching it on TV at home. And it, it, I, I noticed this at live shows as well when there's like a, a jumbo screen or something and they're showing the show on the jumbo screen. They'll, uh, you know, people will be out in the audience and you're on stage, but they're looking up at the screen. Like even the people kind of close are looking up at the screen and you're kind of like, well, the, the show's right here. Like I realize... You got a close-up view there, but that's like what you could have watched this on TV at home. So it feels a little funny, like just look over here. And so I tried to make a conscious effort to every time I wanted to look at the Jumbotron, except for replay, then that's Jumbotron time, right? You watch the replay because that's where it happens, which is my only qualms with uh, live soccer 
is that uh, you never get to see a replay because action never stops. Almost they, you know, they keep, if somebody misses a goal, yeah, it bounced off and the game keeps going. There's no breakage time, so they they never show you the uh, the instant replay like you might get to see at home if you're watching it. But you watch the instant replay on the football jumbotron, but you watch the football live. And even though we had like uh, seats way up high, um, you know, I I tried to watch down below just. Just watch the players because this is when this is you don't ordinarily get to see it this way. What you're seeing on the jumbotron is what they're seeing at home, so you don't need to watch that. Um, and I told my kids that too. I was like, "Hey, I know it's it's tempting to look at the jumbotron, but try and watch them down there." And um, and we did, and um, and then we, you know, fourth quarter, people are leaving the game. You know, it was a three possession game, so I was like, "Come on!" With eight minutes to go, I was like, "Come on, let's let's go down." and uh and had the kids follow me we got down like three sections not 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 like field level i i couldn't even figure out how to get to field level i don't know if they prevent you at ram stadium from getting to where all the uh wealthy people are but they um um you know you get down a couple levels and see the field a lot closer and and the people that we sat with there were really cool because I looked at them. You know, you never want to take somebody's seat. You don't know, is this person just up getting nachos or is this person gone or was this person never here? And so uh, we snuck down there and um, and the people, I you know, I looked at the seats and I go, hey, do you, do you know if these, and the, and the guy goes, all yours, dude, all yours. And he's like, sit on down. This this section's very family friendly, he said. So that's pretty cool. And he, he took our picture and we got to see the field a little closer, got to see Tom Brady up close. And um and that was that was cool. Um and there should be a better system, by the way. There should be a better system of getting, you know, your in event upgrade. When when these seats have been vacated, I don't know if it's gonna be like a parking garage where you you know, above each space has like a little green light or a red light, depending on if it's open or not. Like there should be some sort of system that uh will let you know, hey, they uh these people are gone and so these seats are open. So you you shift up. Move move on up. That's you're not hurting anybody, right? So somebody says, Well, I paid for that seat. Well, you now you're gone. Like, right? You you go to a restaurant, you eat, and then you don't take the leftovers. You leave that there. Like, what do you care what happens to that food? If you found out that they were taking your leftovers and uh, and putting them in the alley so, uh, you know, a homeless person or a cat, uh, you know, or a dog, Lady in the Tramp, can come eat your spaghetti, like, what's what's the big deal? What the hell do you care? So there needs to be a better system for getting upgraded. There should be an app where um, you get... You know, maybe you can sell your ticket like this should be like a secondhand ticket store, not like StubHub or Ticketmaster, like any of those resellers, like one that's happening as it's happening. And you can go on and release your ticket and somebody can like, you know, pay, pay five bucks to get an upgrade for the last quarter or something, you know, you know, and I know you what you're saying. You're saying, hey, if I could afford these field level tickets, what the hell do I care if somebody throws me five bucks? Like, well, what does it cost you? All you had to do was like press a button on my app. By the way, take this idea, but just cut me in on it, okay? Uh, I don't have the wherewithal to develop this, but don't don't steal the idea. Give Hoff the credit, or at least call it the Hoff app. Um, <laughs> no, give me give me some money too, um, and I want free tickets. Um, but it should be something where you can just swipe like I'm gone. These were my tickets, 
And then all of a sudden it alerts somebody and it's like, hey, for $2, you can move up for the last 10 minutes because I would do that. I would do that. And then it's a lot less awkward, you know, moving in, moving into someone's territory when you know, hey, I paid $2 for this seat. So don't give me any guff, okay? That would be fun because everybody does the sneak down. Everybody, you want to see things up a little closer. You know, I've done that in every single game I've ever been to. You know, you you try and get a little bit closer. Even in the Husker games, when I've got to stand on the sideline, I push it. I push it. They say, you can't go past here. Well, I I get right up there. I get right up there. You know, you you try and uh, get as close as you can. Um, Oh, and then um, afterward, we, uh, we, oh, oh, this was stupid. This, I took the kids to go to the bathroom and they've got, like ordinary bathrooms, but then like right near where our section was, they had these family bathrooms. And so, you know, with two kids, I was like, and and they were right there. And I looked like I came down the stairs. I looked, they were right there and nobody was there. And one of them was like, had the green sign like vacant, like nobody had thrown the lock. So I go up to it and I start to open it. And this lady about 10 feet away is like, there's a line. She gets all indignant about there's a ah, there's a line and i look over and yes there is a line but they were like 10 feet away from the bathrooms because there were two bathrooms and one line so that you could pick and shoot you know you one line for both bathrooms which makes sense but it's 10 feet away i didn't see you there was also a line right right there for the for the food so i was like i i thought they were just food line and this lady gets like crappy with me there's a line and i look over at her and i go oh oh, sorry sorry i didn't see you guys and she just like nodded like yeah huh like give me a little harumph like screw you lady i got two kids here i'm just trying to go into a bathroom with them like i i didn't see the line all right all right butt face i didn't see the line so don't get me don't get like snippy with me when i'm and especially when i'm like "Oh, oh oh sorry sorry i didn't see you there and i give her a smile like this is this is the definite this is the uh, theme of this podcast. Give it a smile. A smile can can wave off any feelings of unless somebody's already mad and then if you smile at them you get punched. I believe we've covered that. But but it's like I, just give me a smile like a little oh a little human understanding. I didn't see that there was a line. It wasn't that I was trying to cut the line. By the way, there's an open bathroom over here. I don't know what the line is doing not coming in to that open bathroom. And so I was like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't see it. And she's like, huh, huh, like, piss off. I, I wanted so badly for justice to be done right then. I, want, I wanted to, like, see her, like, fall into the toilet or something. I, did. I hated this lady right at that moment. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Assume, don't assume the worst in people. Assume the best. And am I assuming the worst? No, I'm not assuming. She is the worst. Okay, she gave me. She got crappy with me twice. Excuse me, there's a line. And then when I, you know, lowered the head as if to say, "Many apologies, oh, Almighty oh, One," you know, but I wasn't sarcastic about it at all. She, yeah, yeah, that's what I got. Like, piss off, piss off, lady. Um, oh, and then I wanted to tell you this as we were leaving. You know, we almost bought a house in Inglewood, California. And it's funny because <laughs> the only reason I ever know Inglewood existed before I lived in California was from the Dr. Dre song, California. Uh, wait, is it Cal- California? No, is it, it's California Dreamin'? No, what is the name of that song? 
What is the name of that Dr. Dre song? Cal- uh, California Party, California Love. California Love, Dr. Dre and Tupac. And they say, Inglewood always up to no good. And you're like, that's how I knew it as a kid. So I knew Inglewood's always up to no good. But when I moved out here, they're like, Inglewood's getting a little better. Families are moving in. Like, And they got this brand new stadium they're building, this world-class billion-dollar stadium. It's going to raise home values. And so we almost bought a house in Inglewood, California. But um, something happened. Uh, something happened that like scared us away. It was like... We saw like some kind of weird road rage or something as we were leaving the open house. And we we're just like, ah, never mind. That's and that, by the way, that kind of crap happens all over the place. I saw a lady take a dump in our yard just the other day <laughs> in our uh, like condo areas, like yard. I saw a lady take a dump out there, a homeless lady. So it's not like we're immune to it, but there was something about like the the look of the whole road rage thing that I just didn't like. I was like, uh, we can't live here. And my decision was confirmed. Then as we were leaving the stadium, uh, things were crazy and Sarah was picking us up. So I was like, let us walk like a mile away from the stadium so you don't have to drive through this traffic to come get us. So we were walking and all the Rams fans and all the people leaving the stadium were walking right there too. And uh, there were these two guys with Rams jerseys on right in front of us carrying beers. And by the way, that's another thing. I didn't know you were allowed to just carry beers. People were selling beers. Like with the hot dog vendors, they were also selling beers right there like for you to like walk and carry. I didn't think, didn't, that's not legal. That's not legal, right? I don't think so. But uh, these guys were carrying beers. A lot of people were carrying beers. And uh, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm walking with my two kids. And out of nowhere, this dude comes up. And he's like, hey, do we have a problem? And he's talking to these two fellows right in front of me. And and the guy in front of me looked, turned around and he goes, no, we don't have a problem. He goes, then get on. And I'm not going to say the words that he used, but I got my little kids here. And we're two feet away from this guy. He's like, then get out of here. And he's holding a... He's holding a fifth of uh, of what's the Irish whiskey, the Jameson. He's holding a fifth of Jameson in his hand, and and the guy goes, "Then get on," and the guy goes, "All right," but then and I thought that was squashed. I thought it was done, but then something weird happened. There's something else was said that I didn't hear, and all of a sudden now these guys are going to fight. And now there's it's not just this guy. There's another couple guys coming over, and these dudes in front of me, you know, with the jerseys. One of them's kind of a big big guy but he looks like an ordinary dude but he's like all of a sudden he's like all right and he puts his beer down like like off to the side on the sidewalk <laughs> like like he's you know have you ever seen somebody that's getting ready to fight and they like, take off their watch it was that level of like i am an expert i'm not going to get my watch broken here as we battle royale <laughs> i've 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 lost way too many watches way too many rolexes in my life uh pummeling people's head into the ground so I just am going to go with, uh, I'm taking this off, but he just like laid his beer down. He's like, uh, let me set this aside. I don't want to spill my beer while I'm kicking your ass. And that move, I think, saved him from having to fight because when the other two dudes saw that happen, I think they realized, oh, we don't want to get into it with this guy. Like, I don't know what set the whole thing off. I didn't see that. Um, but uh, you know once he set the beer down that like changed the tone of everything it like made everything real and to the point where the all of a sudden the guy carrying the jameson was like never mind you're not worth it <laughs> and that ended but when that was starting i i didn't know if it was going to you know devolve into into knives and guns so i like 
grabbed my kids and I was like, come on guys. And not, not trying to make a scene or make them like, like obvious that we're weak targets, but I, I was just like, come on guys, follow me. And I like just grabbed their hands and we walked faster and got away. And I kept looking back, you know, see, see what was happening. That's when I saw the guy put the beer down and everything, everything kind of calmed down. I saw those guys later walk and they obviously didn't get into the fight, but I was like, okay, yeah, if this type of thing is happening in these neighborhoods, I'm kind of glad that, uh, that we don't, that we don't live here. So that, that it was like an affirming situation. Cause I was feeling kind of bad sitting there in the stand. I was like, man, this is a nice place. And all of a sudden there are all these people, all these businesses cropping up here. Maybe we should have bought the place. But then I, I saw that. I was like, no, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be walking down the street and all of a sudden get assaulted like with my kids right there. And, and by the way, if my kids hadn't been there, I'm the kind of guy that would have gotten his ass kicked, like putting my nose where it didn't belong. I'd have been the guy that was like, Hey, what's going to knock it off. Move on. I, both of you guys move on. Like I was the guy that was said that, but with kids here, and that's not because I'm tough. It's just because I'm, <laughs> I'm nosy and I'm opinionated. I give a stick my nose in there. Um, but with the kids, I was like, this, no, I'm not getting shanked with, uh, with children in tow. So, there's no way I was going to do that. Anyway, holy crap, we're already over already over our half hour here, so uh, <laughs> I feel like all I did was talk about the game. Uh, it was fun. It was fun, though. I was glad I got to go, and even though, you know, it's not something that we're going to do on a uh, on a constant basis, it was fun. I'm glad we got to do that. And I'm glad the kids got to experience that because they they were pretty cool about it. And they were they they enjoyed it, even though parts of it were boring. You know, I think they enjoyed the whole atmosphere, and it kind of changed their perspective on sports. And it's weird to like, you know, you see, oh, it's really happening. Those things we're seeing on TV is really happening in a place. And oh, th- by the way, this place is only five miles down the road. That's kind of cool that we got to do that, and I got to experience that with the kids. Um, but it, <laughs> the, the Sarah didn't take too long to capitalize on it. She's like, well, you got to do this. Um, and she didn't frame it like that, but I knew, I knew that's what it was. She's like, I'd like, uh, you know, to start looking at new doors, new doors in our house. It's something that she's wanted for a minute. Cause our kids just have constantly peeled the paint off of our old doors. Cause we didn't finish them properly. And so the paint just like anything that hits it, it peels the paint. So she's always like, we gotta get new doors. I don't want to sit there and, and take the time to finish it. Plus one of them has like a, a dent in it from like a football or something. I'm like, anything nice we get are going to get destroyed. Right. So I don't know. I, I'm like, let's let the kids grow up a little bit before we make things nice here. Um, and our couch gets drawn on every other week. Uh, but it, 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 it took maybe a half hour after we got home to, for her to say, oh, can we start looking at, uh, can we start looking at new doors? <laughs> She's like, if we have this excess money to spend on tickets, maybe we should get uh, these doors that I've wanted for a while. And I knew that was coming, and I'm happy to do that for her. But <laughs> I just thought that was funny. She didn't even like wait a day. Wait a day to capitalize. She's like, nope, I'm uh, I'm cashing in my chips right now. I'm not I'm not gonna let this this feeling cool. I'm gonna get it out there now. So we're gonna be door shopping soon, and uh, I don't know. I just want to hire somebody to come in and put it up because I would have thought just get just measure the door, just get a new door, and all we gotta do is like tack those hinges into the new door. But apparently, you gotta get a new frame and everything like that. I, I don't know if she's upselling me or if she got upsold and she doesn't know. I don't, I don't know enough about it. And so I'm like, but I don't want to hang a door frame. I know that for a fact. I've already, you know, tried to like readjust cabinets that 
kind of don't close or something and I've just made them worse. So, uh, <laughs> figure out, uh, who I need to get in here to hang new doors and, and then, you know, hold my breath for three days before one of the kids kicks a dent in the door. And I go, Oh good. Glad we, <laughs> glad we sprung for the doors when we still have toddlers in the house. Uh, I just thought that was funny that, uh, she sprung for that right away. Anyway, um, we're we're over 30 minutes and I am going to be on the road again soon. I'm in uh I'm in Oklahoma City October 8th through the 10th or something like that and 8th through 11th. Anyway, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday. I think there is 4 days. Oklahoma City at the Bricktown Comedy Club. Um I I'm headlining a couple of the shows that weekend, so uh find Find that on nickhoff.com and get tickets if you're in that area. Or if you have friends in that area, tell them to come come see old Nick Hoff. And then Tacoma Comedy Club, I've got three shows there on Sunday, October 17th. Then, as you know, in January, I'm going to be um, – I've got a bunch of dates with Larry uh, toward the end of this year. So check out – I've got those dates listed on nickhoff.com. And then in January, I'm uh, near Tampa at Wesley Chapel at Side Splitters. So get those tickets in advance so that, uh, so that it looks good. Looks good for me. Looks good for you. Looks good for the city. Let's let's do it, and get those tickets. Come out and see what's new. Nick Hoff's got some new stuff, and uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, in the meantime, I'll talk to you next week, and don't forget to doom doom bip. <laughs> <laughs>